0: Hey everyone, welcome back. Before we get into the stories, the first story is very dark and actually mentions murder, so yeah, it's a dark one. Also, be sure to send in your stories if you have one. You can send in your story at southerncannibal.com. I'll have the link down in the description and in a pinned comment. All that being said, I hope you enjoyed the stories, and remember, to always... This happened back in 2016, and I'm still getting over all of the grief. I haven't really shared this story with anyone yet, but I finally decided to share it. I'm not even going to say where this happened for privacy reasons, even though I've since moved. I'm really afraid that the people related to those responsible might come after me. Anyway, at the time it happened, it was in August, and it was during the evening. My brother and I lived in a small two-bed, one-bath home that sat on ten acres of land. It was what I once considered my dream home paradise. We had everything I could have ever wanted. A good amount of land, a two-car garage, a pole barn, and a nice view from our back deck. Now here's some important details to note. The house itself was a basic square with the back deck on the southwest corner of the house. It was notched in the corner of the house with two walls on either side forming the corner of the house. You couldn't see around the house unless you bent over the railing, and you could only see the west and southwest away from the house. The garage was on the south side of the deck, which was only a few feet away from the deck, and the driveway leading to the garage was in front, so you couldn't see anyone coming up the driveway from the back of the house. Anyway, it was the evening, I was sitting on the back deck smoking a joint, and my brother was in his bedroom. I was just outside enjoying the weather and the peace and tranquility of the area. Suddenly, all of that was shattered when I then heard my brother shouting, followed by four loud gunshots. I immediately jumped up and I looked around the wall of the house towards the window of my brother's room, which faces the backyard. I looked just in time to see three masked men hopping out of the window. They appeared to be black, and they looked like they were in their late thirties at least. But they were wearing masks, so I couldn't really see their faces. One of them looked at me, and froze, almost like he wasn't expecting me to be there. The three then turned and ran around the north wall of the house towards the front yard. I threw my joint out, and I ran inside the house through the kitchen. I then went down the hall to my brother's bedroom. The door was open, and I went inside when i did so i stopped dead in my tracks and my heart then froze my blood went cold as ice there on the bed was my brother he was just laying there facing up emotionless with his eyes wide open bleeding to death now what i did next probably wasn't very smart but i ran to the living room and i grabbed one of my guns i threw open the front door just in time To see a blue chevy caprice peeling out of the driveway i fired three shots at them one missing one hitting the car's tire and one hitting the back window i must have hit one of the guys inside because i had heard someone screaming from the car looking back this probably wasn't a good idea to do since there was a house right across the street and i could very well could have accidentally shot the neighbor's house but i wasn't really thinking that at the time Anyway, the car sped off and I ran back inside. I grabbed some towels to try and go cover the wound on my brother's chest while also calling 911. While trying to cover up the wound, I was telling the dispatcher everything that happened, and I knew that my brother was already gone because he had no pulse when I checked, and he had three bullet holes in his chest. But I think I was just in disbelief at the time. Anyway, Since this area has almost no crime rate, you can bet your ass that every sheriff and ambulance in the county was there in about 15 minutes. I had to explain to the detective that was there what happened while trying not to break down and crying. The sheriff and detective were both in disbelief too, since nothing like this had ever happened in the area in over 37 years. I'll spare you all the little details, but over the next three months, the investigation eventually wrapped up. And here's what I learned. After the police had gone through my brother's phone, they found that he had apparently been getting death threats. Apparently, he had been hitting on a girl that was a gang member's girlfriend. Apparently, the guy had warned my brother to stay away from her, and even after he did, I guess he decided that he still needed to get rid of my brother for good. Apparently, the night before he was killed, he had received a message from an unknown person saying, I'm coming for you. Somehow the guy found out where we lived and brought two guys with him to do the job. The strangest thing though, as we live 40 minutes away from the gang's territory, which was in the city, this guy was so aggravated at my brother that he drove himself and two other guys 40 minutes out into the countryside just to kill him. It really amazes me just how far this guy was willing to go just to make sure nobody ever went near his girlfriend. Now let me tell you what happened to those three guys. One of them was the one that I had shot as the car pulled out of the driveway and he apparently died while in the car. The other guy who was along for the job was caught during a traffic stop. Apparently he was dumb enough to take that same car out the next day and there was an alert out for it. Now, since there aren't that many sky blue Chevy Caprices left, it was pretty easy to find. He was arrested and he was charged with murder And since the prosecutors where the murder happened are way more strict, he was sentenced to death. The guy who orchestrated this whole thing was actually killed in another shooting in his own city the following week. Yeah, pretty crazy how karma gets to you. I think they all got what they deserved in the end, in my opinion anyways. I did have to go to court for the guy I shot because he had no family apparently and due to some other circumstances, I didn't go to jail. I did get a hefty fine though for dangerous use of a firearm, probably due to the fact that I could have accidentally shot my neighbor's house, and I had to take a gun training class after that. But I didn't care. For almost a year after this all happened, I didn't do anything except mope around my house, and I barely even left the house at all. I never even went into my brother's room after that, I just left the door to it closed so I wouldn't be tempted to look in it. I was so devastated by what happened that I nearly lost interest in everything. I ended up just packing up all my things and moving out shortly after. I just couldn't stand to be there anymore, nor did I feel safe there anymore after what happened. My brother and I were really close, and to lose a loved one so tragically and suddenly in your own home is devastating. It was sad because I really loved that house. And my brother. I honestly thought it would be our forever home. But I just couldn't stand to be there anymore. I moved 8 hours away. And I haven't been back to that house since. And I honestly don't think I ever will. I do still own the house and the land. I just don't think I can ever go back. And even though I moved. I still won't ever forget that evening. And everything that happened. I'm doing a little better now and I have someone else living with me, but I'll definitely be scarred for life for that event. I was never really a deep sleeper, which is a good thing, especially after this night, and it's one of the best qualities I'm happy about. It was a cold November night. My family were out of town, and I had the house all to myself, besides the dog who I was taking care of at the time. I had fallen asleep in my room at 11 p.m. Well, it was around 2 in the morning when I heard a loud crash sound coming from downstairs. I checked my alarm clock, and it was 2.12 a.m. I yawned and got out from my bed, and I then stood up, walking towards the door. I had heard the forest thud as if someone was walking around. I slowly opened my door, I stopped as I then heard footsteps starting to walk down the hallway which was right outside my bedroom door. I had gotten really scared that I'd be seen as I then quietly prayed and quietly shut the door. The person had stopped right outside my bedroom door and they kind of just waited. It must have been hours before I'd heard the movement again, but in reality it was just minutes. I heard the footsteps start to go down the steps. I opened the door, and I quickly made my way to the steps, but saw nothing. I heard the door shut, and I quickly looked out the window closest to the steps, to then see the driveway, but I saw nobody outside. I did happen to live near a graveyard, so paranormal activity couldn't always be ruled out, but I had no idea what this was. I took several deep breaths, and I decided the best thing I could do was long my front door. And go back to bed i woke up the next morning going over all the events of last night in my head there were no windows smashed in the entire house so i'm still not sure what that loud noise was that woke me up i know this may sound messed up but i had kind of chalked it up to paranormal activity a spirit must have come into my house last night it's not a very comfortable feeling or thought but at least it's better than a person but hear me out When I walked towards the back door, my heart nearly stopped at what I saw. I then saw footprints from a boot, and the back door I would forgotten to lock last night had been quietly opened with a lockpick. So yeah, this wasn't a supernatural occurrence like I originally thought. This was a home invasion attempt. I'm just really glad I never got hurt in the process. This happened in October, so it was pretty spooky. Now, my apartment is at the bottom corner of my building. I was watching A League of Their Own, the TV series, and I was on Skype with my friend in my kitchen table. I had noticed a shadow in the blinds in my living room window. I chalk it up to just being me, as I wasn't too sure of the lighting in my apartment at the time. About 20 minutes go by, and I see the same shadow. Mine, right? Sure. Let's go with that. About five minutes later, I hear a very loud cough. I then said to myself, Hold the fuck up. I was alone. There's no reason it should have been sounding like it's the same room as me. Instinctually, I turn to the window, and I see the same shadow. I move around a little bit, and it stays absolutely still when it clicks in my head what the fuck's happening. I grab a pair of scissors I had sitting on my table from a project. I get up slowly, and I then bulldoze through my living room right towards my window. I slap my blinds out of the way as I was then screaming, I will literally gut you from armpit to asshole, when I then come face to face with an old scraggly meth-out man for maybe two seconds, which felt like an eternity. He turned around and scampered towards either my bedroom window or the side entrance of my building, but I didn't stick around to find out. I then ran to the only room in my apartment without a window, my bathroom. I hid in the dark and had a full-blown panic attack as I called the police. They came and searched the whole area, and they took my statement. After searching for the man, the one officer then told me that the man was gone or hiding. I replied, Ah, he's hiding. That's just perfect. The building security team told me to call them if I needed anything and to maybe stay out of my apartment for the night, but the story doesn't stop there. One week later, I was entering my building with one of my friends who was spending the weekend with me. There was an old man by the entrance that then greeted me as if he knew me. My blood ran cold. I politely and nervously greeted him and kept walking away leaving my friend confused. I called the building security team to then let them know that the same man came back. I got a call from security a few moments later. Apparently that same man was a resident of the building and just so happened to slightly look like the man that was at my window. But after checking the cameras, the security gave me a more exact description of the man that was after me. Anyway, that whole experience really horrified me. I had hid in my bathroom for a number of hours, and I didn't go into my bedroom and get a shit night's sleep until I figured out how to black out my window with my blanket. I just wanted to eat my chicken nuggets and enjoy my show. Why did this have to happen? This story isn't as crazy as others you may typically hear, but I still feel it's necessary to put this one out there. So here we go. This incident occurred during October of 2020. My mom invited her cousin over to play some cards. They played for a pretty long time. It was 4 AM when my mom's cousin decided to finally leave. My mom volunteered to walk her to her car for safety. While her cousin was pulling out, my mom had spotted the sketchy looking man walking by her home. He was on the older side, bald, and he was wearing all black. She didn't think too much of it, so she came back inside and made sure that everything was locked. My mom had later woke me up to tell me that she had finally stopped playing and that she was now getting ready for bed. My sleep was broken, so I decided to get on my phone until I drifted back off. A few minutes later, I heard a banging noise coming from the backyard. I was a bit confused because I knew my dad was still asleep and there was no way he was in the backyard. I didn't even care to look out the window, which is something that I regret to this day. My mom, however, well, she found it strange as well, and she looked out the kitchen window. The minute she looked out, she saw a strange man trying to break into our shed with a crowbar. When they locked eyes, my mom then realized that it was the same man she saw walking past our home just minutes ago. She immediately started cursing him out and shouting at him to get off our property, and she did so in the most intimidating tone. This made me and the rest of our family jump out of all of our beds. My dad was quick to come out with his gun, while me and my mom then grabbed a weapon. We hopped in my dad's truck and then drove around the entire neighborhood looking for the man. Unfortunately, we didn't find him, so we just came back home and we all just processed what just happened. We were all a bit shocked because we had never experienced anything like this before. But the story doesn't end here. Fast forward to the weekend. My parents were coming home from a short trip when all of a sudden, she had spotted that same man standing in a field taking selfies. He actually had the nerve to carelessly show his face in an area where he attempted to steal from. My mom then told my dad to stop the truck so she can get a good look at him first. When she then confirmed that it was indeed him, my dad got out of the car and confronted the man. The man looked shocked, and he nervously declined that it wasn't him, as he then ran off, avoiding any more conversation. That was enough, as my dad ran behind the guy and then punched him. My mom was so furious that she was about to hit the man with the truck, But thank God my dad stopped her. My dad then told the man, if you ever come back to our house and try and steal from us again, I promise I'll kill you. My dad decided to give the neighbors a heads up about the thief on our street. The neighbors stated that their sheds were broken into as well and also had missing objects. I'm just really glad the man wasn't as successful when it came to our property. Before I go, I just want to let others know If you ever hear any suspicious noise inside or outside your home, don't hesitate to look. You never know what's going on. Thank you for listening to my story, and please be safe out there. At the time, I was practicing self-defense training. I live with my mom and dad and my two other siblings, which are boys. Now, my dad wasn't home at the time because he had a late shift and my little cousin came over to visit. She was about eight to nine years old and my siblings are 12 and eight and I'm 16. I was going to go open the gate for my cousin until I then saw a guy walk up to the gate. I quickly looked at him since I then sensed that something was fishy about him. It was the way he walked and his eyes were bloodshot red. The man proceeded to shout at me telling me to open our gate and let him in. I told my cousin to run and call my mom while I tried to defuse the man from doing anything crazy. But unfortunately, however, he climbed our gate and then tried running into our house. I don't know why he didn't attack me, but I ran after him. The guy had actually managed to enter our house. My mom saw the guy in the house and she tried kicking him out, but he wasn't budging. She then proceeded to shout at me for opening it for him. I told her I didn't and that he jumped the gate. I then ran to my siblings and little cousin and I locked them in my parents' room to keep them safe, all while my mom and that random psycho were arguing. After that, I went to go grab a kitchen knife, and that's where my self-defense training comes in. I ran to the man and I slashed him on the arm with the knife. I slashed him twice, but he still didn't budge. I don't know what he was on about, but he really took the hit, and he wasn't even acting like he was in pain. My mom then tells me to go get the dog. Now I have a really big dog, and she's a pit bull. She's not very friendly, so for my mom to tell me to open up for her, it scared me the fuck out. I opened for the dog, and then she proceeded to tackle the man and rip at him. I don't know how, but he managed to escape after that. My mom then immediately called my dad, and I put up the dog. I then went to unlock the door for my siblings and cousin to come back out. We never did end up calling the police about it, because the police in our area don't really do anything about the issues that happen. Although the story is not that scary, it really fucked me up badly. I now carry a knife with me anywhere I go, and I would advise you carry something as well, just for your own protection. Please everyone, be safe out there, and I really pray and hope nothing like this ever happens again.